Welcome to the Elijah Fire Podcast, where we jump into issues of today with faith and freedom instead of fear. And now here's your host, Jeff Tharp. What is going on, everybody? Happy Friday, November 18th. This is Elijah Fire, episode 135. Uh, just really quick, yesterday, had a little boo-boo in the sound department, and I had it on my mic on my monitor not this mic so i apologize to everybody that was like why does it just seem like he's in a tin can um i didn't catch it until we actually did two episodes because we pre-recorded one that's going to premiere the week after thanksgiving so you get an extra bonus uh so i apologize we've since remedied that so i'll try and check that going forward so it never happens again so you have me crystal clear nice tight audio there you go and we're doing the Christmas specials again this year with the Krista and Krista, which are going to be great. And so you can listen to the audio only versions of those too. If you're like, oh, Christmas, um, it's all about Christmas and it's just festive and awesome. So I love Christmas. Okay. Um, speaking of, I love this, the, my guest today, I, this guy's great. He's got a great heart. Um, he's a, a powerful prophetic voice. He's a, got a, a really, really big YouTube um, he's a YouTube sensation, as they say. Um, and also he's an author. Let's give it up for my guest today, Troy Black. Troy Black. Hey, hey Jeff. What's back. up, man? Yeah. Welcome Thanks back to the show, me. man. Okay. So Troy, we got a lot of, we got a lot of material to go yeah. through today. We're going to be talking all about China. And um, you have a series of prophetic words that the Lord has given you about China. And you're kind of going to be showing them because um, you, you have them date stamped. You release them on your own platform so people can go back. We're not going to be able to go into crazy detail on every single one. So if you are curious, after this, you can go visit Troy Black's own YouTube channel. And uh, you've got all kinds in there. And you do, you said that you typically will link your other china related words in the description so you try to keep all of them kind of together correct yeah i, I try to i try to link them together uh, a little bit i don't know if i've done that all the way but i'll try to do that as, you know whenever i get off of this if i can if not at least early next week people can just go troy black china in youtube and i'm sure it'll bring up some stuff too so oh, I'm, oh, I'm sure yeah 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 so okay so I'm going to kind of turn it over to you and just you can kind of go down the line and take as much time as you want to talk about these prophecies and, and the results of them and all that stuff. Awesome, Jeff. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. Uh, it's funny that you say China series because the latest word I heard just literally, I think this last week about China, that's how the Lord's he, he started the whole word with China series with that oh, phrase. And I was like, OK, so we are on a series now. <laughs> yeah. I was yeah. like, this is something God is like consistently talking to me about and the yeah. weirdest thing about all of this jeff is you said you've been to china yeah. I, I i know heart like next to nothing about china and i'm honestly not interested in following news about china in general so mm. all of this to me is like you know i'm like most things the lord speaks to me about kind of out of left field if that if that kind of makes sense yeah well and something that i want to point out too is i think that there's sometimes this distinction between the ccp which is the government of China and the Chinese people, which are two to right. totally different things. And I think that um, even people in China, I've had conversations with, I've seen the whites of their eyes. I've talked to Chinese people. They, a lot of Chinese people do not like, do not like the CCP. They don't like right. what they're about. So um, I, I just, I, I see God's heart for that nation. And I think that sometimes it's easy for us to look at the government of a country and completely forsake the people of right. that, where we look at the government and we just, when we see a country, we see their government, especially if they're not biblically aligned, um, we can look at them and just uh, dehumanize the bulk of a population. And sometimes we do this subconsciously. So I really want to come out right out of the gate and just say like, God is so for the Chinese people. He loves the Chinese people. He's doing amazing things in the, the, the Chinese church. And um, uh, let that be a source of encouragement, especially for those Chinese Americans watching. Um, maybe you have, uh, you know, you've been to China yourself, uh, you have a heart for China, 
uh, or you're in China and you're amazing by the, uh, some miracle of God, you're watching this as well. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely, Jeff. You know, and I think that's one of the things I, I'm going to get to this a little later, but one of the words I heard uh, when the Lord uh, specifically said, you know, when I was, I, I wasn't asking that question, but it was like, you know, response to the question of like, well, what do we do as the church, right? Mm. About the, the stuff that's going on, you mm. know? And one of the responses I heard from the Lord was uh, to pray for the people. And I made this assumption that the Lord was talking about the people in Taiwan when he was saying that he's actually talking about the people in China. Mm. And it was like, as soon as I realized the assumption I made, I realized like, oh my gosh, you know, like I'm watching the news and I'm trying to essentially kind of take sides a little bit, you know, yeah. when maybe the Lord hasn't necessarily done that, you know, and mm. God views people, you know, the people in no matter what country they're from, their ethnicity, their, you know, their background, their culture, God views everyone the same, you know, like yeah. he loves everyone the same. And so, yeah, that is definitely my heart. You know, it's it's the heart I want to have yeah. anytime I'm releasing words about specific countries or sure. you know, having to do with specific uh, nationalities or, or yeah. locations or any of that. Um, man, so I, I had forgotten before you jumped on here that we were going to be live. So I went and shared this. I would have shared it ahead of time. I went and shared this as you were doing the intro. <laughs> oh, it's all good, bro. I always it's forget about that. Yeah. Thank uh, you. But yeah, so, so I want to jump into this weird, you know, talking about like the, the idea of like this being out of left field, right? The, one of the first things the Lord um, shared with me this year about China was actually very, I didn't even understand it was about China when I first heard it. And I heard a few words about China last year. I'm not going to get into those uh, just for the sake of time. Um, but they are very, very encouraging words. Uh, if y'all want to, uh, to hear those, you can go search on my channel and find them. Um, but, uh, but the first thing I heard this year was actually in May. And what I heard was this phrase uh, having to do with Winnie the Pooh. And, and I was like, and I'm like, I'm hearing this and I'm thinking like Winnie the, you know, Winnie the Pooh. And I shared, the Lord asked me to share this. And the Lord was talking about someone uh, kind of fighting over what was like rightfully theirs, but not making sense when they do it. And he was pushing me to this idea of like the, you know, this characters in that, in the show, Winnie the Pooh, where there's all these characters that are doing things, but they don't necessarily know why they're doing it, you know? And they're just, mm. they kind of do things out of you know, that gut reaction to things, you know, that's kind of yeah. how they, you know, so I shared this word in that context saying, I'm not sure what this is about. And then, uh, you know, I'm, I'm really grateful for some of the people that post comments on my videos and say, Hey, have you considered this? Cause somebody posted a, a message on there saying, Hey, uh, the current leader of China is actually often parodied or caricatured as Winnie the Pooh in the tabloids. Interesting. And so, and I looked at that and I was like, yeah. wow, okay. And so, and then they said, you know, and they were that, that same comment, that person said, uh, if someone's trying to write, take back what, what they consider rightfully theirs, uh, Taiwan would actually make a lot of sense in this case. Hmm. And, and I was like, okay, wow. So I went and I started doing the research. Um, and so I'm just going to jump into this next word that I heard on June 3rd. So this was a, okay. uh, about half a month later. But I started doing the research, you know, with that. And I, I found that, man, that's actually been ramping up over the last few years, kind of the tension there, you know, between between uh, the government of China and, and Taiwan and, and some of the history. So if you all do not know the history, man, what I found in the research is very complicated. It, it's very complicated. The history between uh, China and uh, uh, Taiwan and even Japan and at some points, Taiwan, you know, not even be being called Taiwan, but rather being called, uh, you know, a part of China and things like that. So it, it's very, very complicated mm -hmm. uh, history. But but one of the things we see is that there is a there's this like uh, idea in in some of the leaders minds in China that Taiwan is supposed to be a part of China, if that makes sense. Like and, and so there is a tension there, you know, that comes up every once in a while. And one of the things we've been seeing more and more often this year, it has been like the raising of that tension. And so I'm going to jump into this word. This is what I heard on June 3rd. Okay. Um, I, I started to see uh, this image of, of China uh, and, and of Japan. And I saw this flag. I'm not going to go deep into this. Y'all can go watch the original video where I released this if you want to. But I saw this image of this flag that I didn't recognize. And it had red and yellow on it. And then it had an animal that was kind of like a dog facing one direction with its arms up like this. 
And, and so when I shared this originally, I, I, you know, I was very open about it and I said, Hey, I'm not sure exactly which flag this is representing could be uh, the flag of Bhutan. Or I also found that, that China's flag was a flag of an animal with his arms raised up to one side with, I believe red and yellow on the flag up until 1912, um, which was actually when the government changed over a little bit, uh, the Chinese government. So I'm not going to jump into all that because it's so complicated, but uh, I believe the Lord is pointing me back to some of the history there with China and Taiwan and even even Japan. Um, and one of the things that the Lord began to speak me speak to me about specifically was that in this next year that the tensions are going to be rising, uh, essentially between between China. And I'm going to I'm going to specifically share this word I got this uh, a part of the word I got. Uh, one of the things I heard the Lord say was that China is casting a shadow in every direction. It's looking for neighbors who will serve alongside it. And then I heard this phrase, countries to join in the fight. Yet when I heard that word fight, I got this impression immediately from the Lord that this wasn't necessarily a physical fight, but a cultural one. Th- this essentially fighting for what's rightfully yours, you know, through okay. this like yeah. through the idea of putting pressure on on people, right? Mm-hmm. Or on nations, essentially. Yeah. Um, and so and another another um thing I got during during that that word that I heard from the Lord was that the, that this pressure was going to be like essentially put in all directions, you know, and that some countries are going to be getting caught in the middle. Uh, and and I, be, I honestly believe uh, and this is just me now and it kind of giving my opinion on what I heard. So I'm going to separate those two. Yeah. One of the things I believe it could be referring to is uh, the kind of like countries getting caught in the middle could be referring to Japan simply because I saw you know, the image of Japan in the, in the image, but that's yeah. me. That's, that wasn't the Lord. Sure. That's my, my opinion. So <laughs> I want to distinguish yeah. those two things. Uh-huh. Here's what happened though, Jeff. And this is what's, what was so crazy was, you know, I shared this word about the tension rising. I shared this word about China putting pressure on other nations. And then less than one month later, uh, I shared the word in a live stream on July 13th. So if you want to find that it's, it was released on July 13th, less than a month later, uh, Nancy Pelosi went to Taiwan and I'm going to share right. some of the headlines that just yeah. that were shared. One of the headlines on July 30, uh, sorry, 29th, uh, said that Pelosi, uh, possible Pelosi visit to Taiwan has world on edge. On August 2nd, this one was released. Tomorrow could be the most dangerous day of this century. So they might have been exaggerating a little bit when they said that, <laughs> but that was one of the headlines. Another headline yeah. was China threatens targeted military operations operations as Pelosi arrives in Taiwan. Yeah. So we, what we see there is that that pressure, that tension, you know, like, Hey, I'm, we're putting tension or putting pressure on, uh, in this case, the United States. Right. So, uh, what I heard, what I heard on August 3rd about this, uh, what specifically, but the, the pressure that was being put there was simply that it was a sign of things to come. And I believe that's going back to the idea of, you know, the, the, that basic desire that some of the leaders in China have for, you know, more, more of an ownership over Taiwan, right? Like, mm-hmm. like, and, you know, and obviously that's not everybody. And, and, you know, I, I had a hard time. I wanted to give some, like, some, you know, what, how does, how do people in Taiwan view this? How, how do the people in China view this currently? How, you know, what are the government saying? What are the different nations saying? I wanted to give a little bit of that context, but unfortunately I think people are going to have to go research that for themselves just because there's so many different opinions. Like yeah. there really are you, mm-hmm. like some people are like, yeah, I'm all for this. Other people are like, no, this is, this is bad. So it's like, you know, it, it really just comes down to who you're talking to. Um, but this, but I, but I really want to jump into this, Jeff, because this is what the Lord pointed me to uh, actually yesterday. So I, I got a word from the Lord yesterday and I, I did, I'm sorry, I did not send this to you ahead of time. So That's I hope okay. Okay if I'm sharing this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but then he also pointed me to this passage because because one of the questions, you know, in, in, like for me personally, when I hear stuff like this from the Lord, especially when I started hearing about China earlier this year and even last year, you know, one of the questions in my mind is like, what do I do with this? Right. right. A, yeah. <laughs> what, do I, what do I do with this? You know, and, and and obviously, if the Lord asked me to share something, I know what to do with that. I'm going to share it the way he's asking me to share. Mm-hmm. But beyond that, what do I do? And, and what do we as the church do? You know. I mean, you mentioned this before the stream started. Jesus talked about how, you know, in, in some of the one of the signs of the end times is going to be there's you'll, there'll be wars and there'll be rumors of wars. Right. Right. And rumors are a lot cheaper and they're a lot more 
uh, prolific than yeah. actual wars, you know? They're abundant. Yeah. Right. They're abundant. So there's going to be a lot more rumors than there are actual wars, yes. you know? And that's, uh, and even that, 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 that word rumor is one of the things that the Lord was speaking to me about, uh, in, in, uh, in one of those prophetic words. And, and that is in my mind, that's like where we as the church need to learn to live. We need to learn to live in a, in a space where we're responding to the rumors in a healthy way, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Uh, and we're responding to, to those things uh, in, in a biblical way. So I want to I want to jump into Second Kings. So this is what the sure. Lord pointed me to. This is Second Kings nineteen. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but I'm just going to go uh, kind of skim through here a little bit. Uh, verse fourteen starts with this uh, this headline: Hezekiah's prayer. So what's just happened is uh, Sennacherib has just sent this. He, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, the king of Assyria. Uh, he has just sent this letter threatening God's people, right? Uh, threatening the Israelites. And so this is what verse 14 says. Uh, Hezekiah took the letter from the hand of the messengers, read it, and he went up to the house of the Lord and spread it out before the Lord. So that's the first thing. And then, and then it says Hezekiah prayed before the Lord and said, you know, and then he starts to pray and he starts to actually uh, talk about how great God is. So the first thing he does here is he, he, he reads it, he gets the news, he hears the rumor, right, or the threat, essentially in this case, and then he takes it to the Lord and he spreads it out before the Lord. So the first mm-hmm. thing he does is he submits it to the Lord, right? Yeah. The second thing he does is he prays about it, and he says, you know, Lord, this is this is it. This is the rumor. This is the threat. This is this is the tension. Whatever it is, this is the news that's that's being released right now, in, you know, online, whatever, like or, or on TV. Like this is what I'm hearing. Yeah. This is what I'm seeing. I just saw this Lord. on Twitter, God. Yeah, what do you yeah. think? <laughs> and then. Uh, and then he prays about it, you know, and then uh, we see that he actually goes on to worship the Lord. Mm. And one of the things we also see is that he actually talks about what the threat is specifically. And he and he and he describes to the Lord what the other people, uh, you know, the, this king of Assyria has said about the Lord and about the Lord's people. So he's 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 like, you know, uh, God knows everything. He doesn't need us to say, Lord, this is this is what I'm going through right now. Right. Or this is what. It's happening in my nation yeah. right now. Or this is what's happening in the world right now. God knows all that. But at the same time, there is something to be said about us bringing something to the Lord and laying it as, at his feet and essentially releasing it to him, you know, and saying, hey, this is it. This is what's on my mind, you know, and then making room to hear from him about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so then I'm going to I'm just going to jump down. This is the response. OK. If I can if I can actually find the response. I'm just looking at this uh, this online, but yeah, no, you're good, man. But yeah, okay. Well, I, I I might not be able to find it, but but what's really cool is is what the Lord actually says in response. He actually says, uh, okay, here I found it, verse twenty. Because you have prayed to me about Sennacherib, king of Assyria, I have heard you. And then the Lord goes on to talk about everything He's going to do for His people. He goes on to talk about. Uh, you know, everything he's going to, all the ways he's going to protect them. And then they find out that the Lord is actually the one fighting their battles for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, at the end of this, at the end of this passage here, where the Lord actually uh, causes, you know, since it, it literally says the Lord went out, struck 185,000 in the camp of the Assyrians, and then they left, right? They went home. So the Lord told, made this promise to them. And obviously we see a big difference between the old covenant, you know, uh, deliverance and the new covenant deliverance today you know so there's a big difference there and under the new covenant you know anytime i read stuff like that under the old covenant under the new covenant i'm like wow man maybe the response here is that god's god's going to go out and get 185,000 people saved (laughs) you know like like that would just be amazing you know it's like you're you know what i mean so there's a big difference there you have to you have to look at look at it through the lens of the new covenant Mm -hmm. but what's amazing about is that god makes this promise to them saying that he's not even going to come. He's not even going to come to the city. You know, this threat essentially is not going to be more than a threat. It's not going to be more than a rumor. That's essentially what it is. And so that's, that's one of the first things I believe we need to do as Christians is to recognize the fact that, yeah, a lot of things, just because something's a rumor doesn't mean it's more than that. But then also in the kingdom of God, there's this idea of the deliverance constantly happening every single day. and there's there's this idea of there's there's not really any threat on this earth or even rumor on this earth that should be able to stop that deliverance from happening Come on yeah that's good no matter you know what no matter who's saying it no matter where it's happening and no matter how official it is if that makes sense um yeah 
Thanks for listening. The Elijah Fire podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, visit ElijahFire.com slash give. Yeah. Well, in the, okay, like I, I think too, um, we, I, I, I say this a lot on the show and I, I'm, I think I probably always will, but prophetic words are not inevitabilities, they're invitations. So, you know, you like God wants us to partner with them in faith. And then obviously you have examples. We talked about this last week on one of the shows. Jonah is a perfect example of like him delivering a prophetic word that was pretty, pretty, pretty bleak. And they responded in repentance, right? The Ninevites responded in repentance. So the word, if you're looking at it from the, you know, from the physical, like if Jonah goes and he say, say he told like 50 people, this is what God said about these people. I'm going to go, I'm going to go give it to them. And they're, God's going to burn them up. And then you, you know, they receive report that the Ninevites had turned back to God and they're worshiping God and they didn't get burned up. And he could go, well, Jonah, Jonah's a false prophet because, you know, but there was a response to God's word that he gave. Right. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know wh- how that factors into what you're saying. I was just thinking about that. So, no, a hundred percent, Jeff, you know, and honestly, just to be honest, I think I find myself in Jonah's shoes sometimes because I make these assumptions about who the quote unquote enemy is on earth, you know, and the Lord actually like one of the words I heard uh, a little later, I'm just going to jump into this. This was October 10th. One of the things I heard um, was uh, that uh, this idea of the quote unquote enemy, right? In this situation, but the Lord had to correct my heart about who the enemy was. So this is what I heard. I heard the Lord say, come together to engage the enemy, the devil, on behalf of China. Hmm. And so the enemy in the situation is not China, it's not Taiwan, it's the devil. Yeah, come on. <laughs> you know, on, on behalf of the people. So we're engaging the enemy on behalf of the people in China, right? Hmm. And then, and so this is one of the reasons that I believe God allows things to get shooken up. Why are the rumors there? Why, you know, why, why are they there? It's to remind God's people that there's an opportunity, you know, to remind God's people of why we're here, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, and, and it's like, and to pray, you know, that's one of the reasons. And then in some cases, the Lord asks us to do something beyond that. But one of the things the Lord said after that is, is he said, come together to pray and take a stand against the ways of the devil that will be let loose during this season. Now I heard the Lord say this, he said, don't let that fly. And a lot of times when I hear prophetic words, you know, it's not like, Hey, pray and stop this from happening. But I, I honestly believe this is the case. Don't that, let that fly. Whatever the, the enemy's agenda is, you know, in this scenario, the Lord is asking us as the body of church to pray against that. Yeah. Uh, but then another thing he said was, uh, speak the word of God over this country and the people within. And then I heard him say, pray for the people of Taiwan as well. And, and then he said, may this act as a witnessing opportunity for both nations. And, my, and may my people come to see my authority and power through this. Wow. So I believe the Lord wants to bring a testimony out of a rumor. If that makes sense, you know, like the testimony, the testimony always comes after <laughs> the the threat. You know, the testimony always comes after the hardship. It always comes after mm-hmm. the potential for, you know, something negative. You know, we see that all through scripture, the Israelites coming out of Egypt, you know, it's like they wouldn't have had that testimony. We wouldn't have had that deliverance if there wasn't something to be delivered from. And if there wasn't, uh, you know, a reason for the testimony to happen. Right. And, and and sometimes, you know, it's other people. Sure. Sometimes it's new, you know, news, sometimes something happening in the earth. But but a lot of times, Jeff, I feel like it's just. You know, what's what's happening in my heart right now and, you know, and what do I need to personally be delivered from essentially in this in, in the like for me personally recently, you know, I was telling you before we got on, this has been a really hard week for me, mm. you know, and it's not just, you know, if I know I'm having a hard week, I'm not just having a hard week to have a hard week, you know, or because you know, the devil's coming after me or something like that. I'm having a hard week because there's something that God is trying to bring to the surface, (laughs) you know, so that I can, you know, so he can change my heart about something, right? Like, like that's why the Lord's allowing me to have a hard week, you know? And yeah, sure. There's spiritual warfare. There's other stuff that happens, but a lot of times it's, it's, it's like this, this idea of the Lord pruning. It's the idea of the Lord walking you through a testing or a wilderness so that he can continue to speak to you about, Hey, this is where your heart is at, or this is, you know, this is what, uh, what I've said in my word that you're, mm-hmm. you're kind of missing essentially, you know, mm-hmm. and bringing us back to that place of, of remaining in faith and remaining yeah. in, in, uh, the promises of God. Yeah. And, 
Man, I'm just going to jump into this if this is okay. Yeah, um, let's do it. This is something, yeah, this is something the Lord actually spoke to me uh, yesterday, uh, the November 17th. Yeah, today's the 18th. Um, and so so I was in this place where I'm like, man, I'm about to get on here and talk about China with Jeff, and I don't know anything about China, right? You know, I'm just like, <laughs> and I'll be the first to admit that. You know, I don't know anything about it. Like, I'm going to sound like an idiot, you know, just because. Dude, no. Okay, you know, I just want to point this out. I get <laughs> stoked when I hear people give a word that they have i mean it's not even on the radar right right like one of the one of the words god used to confirm prophecy for me like i am still speaking today on a global scale was someone gave a word about norway and they're not even like you know uh that this this prophet wasn't even you know norway wasn't on the radar and they give a very specific word about the norwegian leader he was going to get a second term and it was going to be marked by the birth of a son, a boy. Um, and then that happened wow. <laughs> and he got elected, reelected. And I was like, okay. <laughs> you know, cause it wasn't like, it wasn't like this, like, you know, cause they're American. It wasn't like, God's going to do this in America and he's going to do this in our government. It was Norway. Like, right. and I'm not nothing against Norway. I love Norway, but, but it wasn't like Norway's not often at the center of news. So that was what for me was like, okay, that's really interesting that a, a prophet got a word about Norway. God wanted to share something about Norway. And, and I don't know, for me, you get what I'm saying. It was off, it, off the beaten path of like, who's typically in the news, right. you know? And so um, I, I don't know. I always get stoked when I see somebody who's like, I don't really know anything about this. And they say something and it's like, whoa dude you know what you just said you don't know what you just said that's the amazing thing yeah so yeah i just want to use that as a preface for what i think it's saying. awesome yeah it's something that obviously wasn't on the radar you know like and mm -hmm. the lord just a lot of times the lord will use that as a confirmation for me when it's just like he'll start speaking about something and i'll be like is this even a thing you know and i'll have yeah. to google it and i'll find it and be like whoa that's crazy you know like, it is a thing yeah yeah and it's like wow yeah. that is a big confirmation for me just because i didn't i had no idea what oh, that yeah. was you know yeah. like and then the lord's talking about it so it's like that it's obviously from the lord at that at mm. that moment you know and that's kind of the same thing the lord started speaking to me about yesterday jeff uh, what he said was he asked me this question so this was like for me specifically he just said are you all right with me hijacking your loves your dreams your goals and even your life and using it for my purposes Hmm. And then he and then he said this. He said, "The more surrendered you are, the more fruit comes out of this." Come on. And then he said, "Dive in, knowing you have the victory, and and expecting my glory to surround you in the process." So I believe this is the response that the Lord is wanting us as Christians to have when there's tension in the world, when there's things that we're unsure of, you know, when when there's even things happening that like like I'm I'm going in and looking at China and I'm trying to find the research and I'm like, there's not even like a really good like. <laughs> simple version of the history in here. You know, it's like, I don't even know how to get a grasp on this without hours and hours and hours of research and study. But the, but the Lord doesn't need that in order to use us. If that makes sense, he doesn't need to us to have a grasp on things in order to speak through us or, or tell us to do something or give us the next step. You know, the Lord just needs us to be obedient. That's right. And he needs us to, to, to remain in that place of abiding in Christ mm -hmm. and just in, our hearts being surrendered to him. Yeah. The next thing I heard was this, this phrase, I heard the Lord say high fives for my glory. And I'm like, what, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I'm thinking like, what does that mean? I wrote it down and I prayed about it. And, and this, and this is what I heard the Lord say. He said, it's okay to be the one who awkwardly says, maybe we just need to worship the Lord. Hmm. That idea. Have you ever been in an awkward? And, I, and then it hit me. I'm like, have you ever been in that awkward situation where someone's like high five? And I'm like, you know, you're like, it is not time for a high five. You know, like this is not good. Put your you hand know? down, yeah. Like, yeah, this is not a good time for that. You know, you're just trying to like, you know, like, like trying to bring some some uh, easing of the pressure, right? Yeah, like, some, and that's yeah. not that's not what I want, right? And and sometimes we just need to do that with worship. We, you yeah. know, we just need to be like, Lord, I don't understand this. I don't have a full grasp on this situation. I don't know how this is going to play out. And we just need to say, okay, let's worship the Lord. You it's know? interesting you said that, okay, because the past, this is now the third episode in a row where somebody has said something very similar to what you just said. So oh, wow. <laughs> it's obvious that God is trying to communicate something to his people. Hey, let's all yeah. listen. I'm listening to this too. I'm like, all right, God, you got my attention. Because like, 
I, you know, there's been a lot of pressure lately in a lot of people's lives. And sometimes you just need to get before the throne, man, and just yeah. worship, you know, and uh, that's something that I'm, I'm going to set some time aside to do this weekend. Now I'm like, all right, God, you got my attention. <laughs> so, yeah. Dude, that is so good. That's, that's yeah. a cool confirmation. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And the Lord reminded me of Jehoshaphat after that, you know, cause he was one of those guys that was like, let's just worship the Lord. You know, we'll see what happens, you know, but he got this word that God was going to fight for him. Right. And for his army. And uh, it actually, it talks about how as soon as they began singing and praising, then the Lord set ambushes against their enemies. So it was like those that they were coming up against, right? That there was no way they were going to win. As soon as they began singing and praising, then the Lord started to act on their behalf. Mm. And so in this instance, you know, obviously it's a little different for us today because we're not fighting a physical war, you know, as the United States, we're not, you know, even as individuals, we're not soldiers. You know what I mean? We're not, we're not in battle. We're not leading an army, but we are, you know, soldiers in the Lord's army. And we yeah. are fighting against, again, the enemy, the devil, not just in our own lives personally, but in, in the world. You know, it's, mm -hmm. it's like the devil's agenda versus God's agenda. It's like, it's the, the kingdom of darkness versus the kingdom of light. Yeah. And we can't fight a war if we're not a healthy soldier. If that makes sense, we can't fight a war out there if we are not winning the war in here. Yeah. And that's where God, that's why I really believe God is, it, it's the issue God is speaking to you right now is that there's, uh, there's always a reason to praise the Lord. <laughs> you know, there's always a reason to praise the Lord. Yeah. And if we have gotten away from that, we need to get back to that place mm. of, yeah. of praise. Uh, Matthew 4, 16 says, the people who are sitting in darkness saw a great light and those who are sitting in the land and shadow of death upon them, a light dawned. The light that is, is dawning in the earth for the Lord to be able to use us to, to, to be the light of the world, to shine that light in the earth, you know, the message of the truth of Jesus Christ, that light has to be dawning in our hearts first. And one of the things the Lord reminded me of earlier today, I was doing the dishes or something like I was washing dishes or something in the kitchen and uh, the Lord just brought this to my memory. Uh, if 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 people are listening and you don't like Lord of the Rings, I'm sorry, you know, but deal with it. Illustration will still make sense. Yes, it should still make sense. Yeah. Um. So so there's this part in Lord of the Rings where uh, they're fighting this battle at Helm's Deep, and it's almost it's hopeless. It feels mm -hmm. hopeless. But this character Gandalf says to them, uh, some he says something like, you know, on the the beginning of the at the first light on the fifth day, look to the east. Uh, at dawn right yeah and so he gives them this this line like look to the east you know at dawn and what what the lord began to show me was we as christians need to be in a place where we know that the battle has been won even when we're in a season where it feels like hey it feels like a little hopeless right now you know like mm -hmm. like emotionally i feel worn out emotionally i feel weary right for whatever reason but we need to be in this place where we know the battle is won and we can know that the light is dawning. We can know it's dawn. We can know victory is here. We can know that the release is here. We can know that our breakthrough is here because we're looking up and we're seeing our savior who's up on the hill. Mm -hmm. And in, and in that scene in, in, in the book and in the movie, Gandalf, who was this kind of savior type character shows up in the East at the, in at white, the dawn, yeah. in white oh, on a hill, So epic, you know, and for us, it's it's the same idea. Like we need to look up expectantly and re be reminded of our Savior who went up onto a hill for us, so that we could have victory for all time. Mm, you know, yeah. and if we're not looking up at the hill and we're looking down in the situation, <laughs> you know, we're not going to notice. So, oh, dawn has already is already here. You know, the light is already here, and it's constantly shining brighter and brighter and brighter. And I believe that's where the Lord wants us to stay, you know, and then when we're okay. in that place, then we're going to go into a situation where we might even be around other Christians, you know, who are saying, this is hopeless. I don't know what to do next, you know, and we're going to be the ones that are saying high five, you know, <laughs> like, be the weirdo, be the weirdo, right? everybody, right. Be the weirdo like, in the group. I think we all just need to get together and worship the Lord. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, and it's like in that situation, a lot of times people see you as like, no, you're just the one who's, you just want to hold hands around a campfire and sing Kumbaya, you know, like that, mm -hmm. it's not the time for that. This right? is and serious. Right. Choice. And it's yeah. like, but the Lord responds to worship, you it know, like he real. loves it. And in that moment, it's not just, it's not just the Lord's response. It's like when we surrender our hearts and we worship the Lord, 
we are opening ourselves up to experience the glory that's already around us. Well, and even like, like the kingdom is backwards, right? So like everything is the opposite, you know, the last are first and the first are last. And the, you know, uh, like, so even with, with warfare, it's like, no, the, the solution is actually just stop what you're doing and to worship the Lord, you know? And you're like, no, I have things to do, you know? So, yeah. Oh man. It's, it's so you're okay. You remind me of something else. The Lord, the Lord gave me this picture earlier while I was getting ready for this stream. The Lord gave me this picture of a man in a desert on a mission. He's got something to do. He has something he has to fulfill. He's, he's got a whole caravan of water containers and he's taking them to this city that needs water, right? Mm -hmm. The city in the desert. And, and so the people are like, the water never arrived. Where's the water? And they go out to find the water and they find that this man has fainted you know, along the way, didn't make it to the city and he's passed out in the desert. And they're like, man, what happened? You know, like they, they get him revived and they find out what, you know, what happened? All the water's intact. And then find it, 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 they find out that essentially he passed out from dehydration because he never tapped into the, the very water he was delivering mm, yeah. to the people, you know, mm-hmm. like he was dehydrated along the journey. And I think a lot of times as Christians, that's where we get, you know, we're, we're like, I've got this thing to do for the Lord. <laughs> I've got this thing, this mission I'm delivering, you know, literally light to the world. And yet I am not taking part in the very light that I'm carrying. If that makes yeah, sense, I'm not yeah. stopping to refresh myself uh-huh. with the very message and the very truth and the very, you know, in the presence of God, you know, that I'm mm-hmm. supposedly, you know, on mission to deliver, you know, and, and, mm-hmm. and, and it's like, we, if, if we're not doing that, we run out of steam so fast, you know, like oh, we yeah, run yeah. out of everything so fast. And that, I think that's why Paul talks about how, you know, we're like these, like just these clay vessels, right? Like we're just these earthen vessels, essentially, you know, it's like, you can't do a lot with that, you know, <laughs> like, like, uh, yeah, you uh, drop like, it, it breaks, you know, like all right. kinds of stuff. earlier today, like I just put out, all, you know, Christmas decorations last night. Right. Yo. And my kids were playing with like these little, like figurines of the Bethlehem scene, you know, mm-hmm. earlier today and dropped one and broke it. You know, it's like, that's that that's kind of where we are you know like we are the the clay that's in the potter's hand right like without the potter you're not going to do very much with the clay you know like Mm -hmm. and without god like filling us and then using us it's like i'm just a vessel and i i can't really do very much you know like actually i can't do anything is what jesus said apart from him so Mm -hmm. it's like recognizing not not getting down on ourselves and be like oh you know i can't do anything but recognizing the the power of god and recognizing the need for his presence and the need for the holy spirit and the need for uh being built up in faith every single day so i want to read a few verses here jeff because yeah. the lord gave me he gave me a few verses and i to really give some backing to this um one is luke 2 11 it says for today in the city of david there has been born for you a savior who is christ the lord uh so this is like the message of Jesus being born, right? And there, and he's the savior that's come for the sake of the world. And th- this angel is actually saying this to these shepherds in this moment. So obviously, you know, again, going back to God didn't deliver this message to the kings in the palace. He delivered this message to the shepherds. Mm-hmm. So God doesn't need a lot to do a lot, you know, right. like he, he, he'll right. work with, with anybody in any mm-hmm. situation. And then you look at the, what's the message right before that? So, so, the verse 10, right before that, it says, so the angel said to them, do not be afraid for behold, I bring you good news of great joy, which will be for all the people. So the result of this is great joy for the world, essentially for anyone that's going to believe this message. But again, going back to the idea of we're delivering this message of great joy, but if we don't have great joy in delivering the message, then we're not fully taking advantage of the message, you know, Mm -hmm. in the process. Hebrews 3.15 says, today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just so crazy that sometimes the reason we get weary and we want to lose hope and the reason we, you know, want have that feeling of wanting to give up is because the Holy Spirit's trying to speak encouragement. He's trying to speak life and he's trying to speak uh, truth to us. But we're hardening our hearts against the very thing that's going to help us. The very yeah. thing that's going to give us life. Yeah. You know, the very, the very word. Uh, have you ever like, man, the Lord put this picture in my mind earlier. Have you ever read a verse where it didn't have anything to do with what you're going through? No context whatsoever. It, it's just it's so random. It almost doesn't say anything. It was like a normal verse, you know, where it's just like, you know, like, 
and he and, and Abraham saddled his donkey. You know, it's like mm-hmm. anything. And then like you like burst out crying. And Dude, you're yeah. Like, Why am I crying right now? You know. <laughs> yes. And the reason is because the word is sharper than a two-edged sword, mm-hmm. and it's pierce. It's dividing between mm-hmm. soul and spirit. Yeah. There's something happening when the Holy Spirit is able to speak, even through something generic like that, where you're just like, I don't even know how this applies. <laughs> you know, but it hits you so hard. And it's because I believe a lot of times there's been this this hardening that's happened in the heart. And the Lord has used this random thing to like cut through that and be like, hey, let me throw you off a little bit and sneak my way in and remind you of my goodness and how, you know, how great I am. Help Elijah Fire continue to make an impact around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible. Visit ElijahFire.com slash give and become a partner today. And and how, how good the word of the Lord is. Second Corinthians six, two is another verse. It says at a favorable time, I listened to you. And on a day of salvation, I helped you behold now is a favorable time. Behold now is a day of salvation. So anytime, you know, that, you know, for me, like I'm like a big picture perspective person, right? Like I see things from a big picture. And so for me, I get real shook up when things are not working out in my personal life. You know, I don't get shook up by things in China. I don't get shook up by things on the other side of the world, you know, like uh, that kind of like national news or international news. I'm like, it doesn't shake me up. But for me, it's like, oh no, the hinges came, the door came off the hinges today when I was leaving in the house and the whole world is falling apart, you know? And then there's other people who are on the other side. They are the, I, I feel like they're like, they can handle the small things, right? They can handle the little things. They're like, mm-hmm. But then they, you know, but then they get shook up when it's like, I don't know what's happening in, you know, in the country right now, you know, like that kind of stuff. But it's like, no matter where we are in, you know, in that picture, no matter where we fall on the, you know, in that, uh, whichever category we fall into, we need to remember that today is a day of salvation. Like that's what the Holy Spirit is saying. Today is a day of salvation. And the same God who came to the earth and died for us on a cross is here with us right now through the power of the Holy Spirit and through his Mm -hmm. voice through his presence and the savior is here. <laughs> and I feel like some people need to hear that. And I hear the Lord saying that right now, the savior is here. Hmm. Yeah, that's good. I think too, it just like, I kind of going back to um, what you're t- that analogy you had about the, um, or the image you got of the, the guy who's hauling water to a village, but had, you know, he himself was dehydrated. Um, it's, I also got kind of a parallel to that of like, like we need, like how you're talking about, we need to be, we need to be, I think ultimately what you're saying is, is we need to do everything from a place of overflow, you know, where it's mm. like, you are, yeah. um, you are, are, are spending time in that secret place. And there's that overflow of abundance where it can't help, you can't help, but, you know, share that with, with other people. And, it's kind of like the the whole thing of like if somebody's like preaching about the the joy of the Lord and they're they're like they seem really angry and upset, you know, or like <laughs> really intense about the joy of the Lord. I'm like, you don't seem very joyful, right? You know, um, and I think that man, sometimes it can be so hard. Like you get caught up in even in ministry, you can get caught up in the to dos, you know, like I got to do this, I got to post on this social media, and I got to work on this video, and I got to do that. Um, and, and you can completely lose sight of the r- whole reason why we're doing this stuff in the first place, you know, yeah. uh, even for us, even for Troy and myself, I, Troy, I know, like, cause I know what it's like being in, uh, <laughs> you know, a, a place of leadership. I know what it's like. So, um, you know, this is very much a message for me, a great reminder for myself too, of like, dude, you gotta do everything from a place of, of overflow. And that comes from spending time in the secret place. Mm, yeah you know and this is something god keeps bringing up to me lately because i got a lot going on in my world right now so yeah man so good so yeah one of one of the things that happened to me earlier today was i was just walking through my living room because this jeff honestly man i've been i've been in the same place i mean i i'm i am sharing right now from the things the lord is sharing with me Mm -hmm. right Cause you know, so this is where I've been lately is been in this place of like feeling like, man, there's just too much, you know, like yeah. I'm carrying too much, too much going on. There's too much to do, you know, like all yeah. of that kind of stuff. And Lord, Lord, how do I manage all of this? You know, and how do I not let even words like this, like about China, like this one hasn't necessarily upset me, but there are times where the Lord will speak to me about something, you know, that he wants me to share. And I'm like, Lord, this is upsetting to me, <laughs> you know? <laughs> 
And that to me is a very good sign that I'm not sharing from a place of overflow, mm. you know, because it's not a, I don't immediately see the redemptive nature of the Lord in what he's saying. I don't immediately see the opportunity for, for the gospel to be shared in what he's saying. You know, I, I look at like the negative side of things, you know, if, if there's something negative to it, so, but yeah. then when I'm in that place of overflow, I'm in that place of abiding in the Lord. And it's just like the glory is there mm. immediately. I'm like, wow what is God going to do with this? I'm just so excited to see what he's going to do. You know, like this is going to be amazing because I know, uh, I know who it is that's sharing, if that makes sense, you know, and, and that really, a lot of times that really is, uh, you know, for me, the test is like, what's the initial response to the, the rumor? What's the initial response to the threat? You know, even a threat in my own life when, you know, my car starts dinging on my thing and I'm like, Oh no, my car's threatening to, to turn off. You know, like you, I see the check engine light and I'm like, Oh no, that's like, maybe that's nothing, but maybe it's really bad. You know, really, I don't know. Really you know? bad. Yeah. So what's my initial response? You know, is my initial response, you know, all hell is looking broken loose or is my initial response? Well, I'm going to see how the Lord fixes this. You know, mm -hmm. like that kind of shows me personally, like if I've, if where I'm coming from, am I, I mean, am I in the place where, you know, uh, like, uh, I believe, uh, gosh, I wrote it down here somewhere, so I'm going to find it. Yeah, I believe it's uh, it's Psalms 51, but it says, restore to me the joy of your salvation and sustain me with a willing spirit. It's like, am I in this place where I'm, I'm dwelling in the joy of my salvation, hmm. the joy of the salvation that God has won for me? Or am I, hmm. am I in a place where, you know, my spirit is not being sustained? You know, like, hmm. like I'm, I'm feeling like I'm just, I'm just crawling forward. And the answer, you know, is what we've been talking about. But the, this is a verse the Lord reminded me of earlier. It's, it's Hebrews 12, 3. And, and this, this to me is the answer, Jeff. You know, it's like you keep saying it. Go back into the secret place. Yeah. Um, but what, what Hebrews 12, 3 says, it says, For consider whom ha him who has endured such hostility by sinners against himself, <clears throat> so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. It's like going back to the place where we just, we remember what Jesus did. Yeah. We spend time with him and we let our personal relationship with him through the Holy Spirit. We let that be our sustaining force. Dude. You know, we, we let our batteries get charged back up <laughs> right there. And then, you know, at that point, this is what's so good about it. It's like at that point, you know, it's like. I sometimes even get to the place where I'm like, I don't even care if this situation is fixed. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like it's like you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like there's just uh -huh. like this sense of like just lightness where you're just like, man, like when you've been with the Lord, you're just like, maybe that situation is not as bad as it seemed. You know, like it, right. yeah. I mean, I still believe the Lord's gonna fix it, you know, but it's like, but also yeah. it's like it's not even bothering me as much yeah. anymore. In the grand scheme of things, though, it's not it's not as big of a deal. It's like the whole mountain out of a molehill thing where you're like, Yeah, I did. There were some overreactions that happened. God, I may have overreacted. Um, but again, um, this happened a couple of times during this episode. You are saying things that other people have talked about earlier in the week, which to me is, I mean, what you're talking about, about being grateful and and remembering who God is and um, is is very much so been a theme of this week as well. Um, and so that's, it's obvious that God is wanting, if anything, guys, he's doing it for me, like, <laughs> but I know it's not just for me. Um, uh, it, we need this reminder. And so there's a lot of, I mean, yeah, you, you're hitting on, you're literally like taking things and like, and it's not like you watch every Elijah fire episode at, you know, at all. I mean, how could you, you know, like right. we're busy people, but like. It, it's obvious that the Holy Spirit is wanting to hit these things home for people um, of secret place, uh, of gratitude, of, of remembering who God is and what he's done in our lives. Um, these, are, these are things that God is obviously wanting to bring to the forefront of people's minds, especially as we enter into the weekend. So, yeah, man, yeah. I love it. Yeah, you know, and and obviously for our our U.S. viewers, you know, we're coming up on Thanksgiving, um, which, you know, it's like obviously not everybody celebrates that, and not everyone is going to have that, you know, that uh, context. But it, I, for me, a lot of times it's like, man, Thanksgiving's not it's not a reminder of me like 
being needing to be grateful or whatever, like it's not, it's not just like an opportunity for me to be grateful. It's a reminder of how ungrateful I've been the rest of the year, <laughs> you know, where I'm just like, you know what? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It's just yeah, you're like, like, why do I need to reorient myself to be grateful? Right. Yeah. Thankful. It's like, I should, yeah, <laughs> I should be there. You know, mm -hmm. it's like, and I think that's what we've been talking about. You know, it's like, it, it really is. And it's what the Lord's been. He's really been hitting hard with me personally. You know, it's like, it really is. Uh, uh, it's a hard issue and it's not like, a, it's not a hard issue in a judgmental way or condemning way or like, a, Oh man, you know, I, again, my heart's in the wrong place. You know, it's not, it's not that kind of thing. It's, it's, it's definitely a, you know, um, one of, one of the images the Lord uses a lot for me personally, when it comes to like the flow of his grace and the goodness of the Lord under the new covenant, you know, like how we get to interact with the Holy spirit and, and how, you know, like we always are righteous in God's eyes when, when we are, our faith is in Jesus. It's like we yep. we have that acceptance from the Lord. We are we are in, invited into the throne room of God. You know, like Paul says, come boldly before the throne room of grace, right? Mm. It's like the righteousness of God gives us full access to him. We're seated with Christ Jesus in heavenly places. You know, like all of these yeah. things, the promises that the word gives us about our nearness to the Lord. It's like all of these things. The, the picture that the Lord gives me a lot of times is this picture of a waterway, you know, it's like a, a, a rushing stream, like clear water, but it's like, like, it's just rushing. It's just flowing. It's just constant, you know? And that to me is like, it's just like a symbol of like the Lord's ability to do something when you feel like you have nothing left. You you know, when I get to the place where I'm like, Lord, I don't even think I can change my heart. <laughs> you know, I don't even have any energy to like address what's in my heart right now. You know, like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Like, it's, it's like that feeling of, I, I don't even, like, I want to, but like, <laughs> I feel, I feel like so worn out. I can't even address it. But then a lot of times the Lord's not asking us to try to fix everything. A lot mm -hmm. of times the Lord's asking us just to relax in his goodness and what he's already done yeah, for us. So good. And like the water is going to carry us, the, the current's going to carry us forward. You know, there's that picture of like the Holy spirit being the wind, you know, uh, that Jesus talks about, like you, you, you see the effects of the wind, but you don't know where it comes from, where it's going necessarily. But it's like, but, but the spirit is like that. You know, he's trying to give us this idea of, uh, you know, I like to see it from this perspective of like, just put your sails back up, you know, and let the Holy Spirit, the wind of the Spirit, like grab you and push you forward, you know. And and I think that is where we, as the church in the body of Christ, need to be when we go mm. through these seasons of. Man, and it's not just you. It's not not just me, Jeff. I really feel like a lot of people have been here, you know, oh, in that place sure. of like um, weariness, you know, or like overburdened, or like you know, like how do I how do I get back onto the fast track? Essentially, like how do I get out of this this feeling of being in a rut or whatever whatever it may be? And uh, I believe the answer is we just need to put our sails back up. You know, mm. we just need to let the Holy Spirit be the one uh, that's 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 speaking that word. You know, like. You, we don't have to fix our hearts. We just have to give him access to them, to, to it. You mm -hmm. know, like we just have to say, Lord, just I like I I am open to anything you want to do. Lord, come in. Lord, let me spend some time with you. You know, like mm -hmm. you said, the secret place. Yeah. And yeah. I I was walking through my living room earlier, and um, my kids were listening to a Christmas uh like episode of I don't know if you've ever you ever listened to like GT and the Halo Express like way back in the day. Uh. uh, uh. It is old school, man. It, it was like these old school, like Christian, like radio drama, you know, episodes. So GT is like this angel that shows up and like talks to these kids and like helps them through the, their problems and stuff, you know, and like, will like take them to the old Testament and show them some of the Bible stories and stuff. So it's, it's really, it's really, it was really kind of cool. I used to listen to him when I was a kid. Um, but I like, oh, yeah, I, I know them. I, I just looked them up. Yeah, I do know them. I okay, never yeah. listened to them, but I recognize the covers. Yeah. So one of the things that they do a lot is they sing verses you know so that you can learn the verses as a kid you know like they they would mm -hmm. they would have all these like catchy songs or tunes now you look back and you're like oh, that's kind of cheesy but at the time when i was a kid i was like this is so great you know yeah, dude. and uh you learn these verses through the music or whatever and so i walked through the living room my kids had pulled out this old cd and they were listening to this the christmas episode you know and they've got this the the verses singing you know and i hear the verses and suddenly i heard the same verses that i've recently read as an adult, I heard them again through the perspective of a child because I remembered <laughs> when I heard it when I was a kid, you know, and mm -hmm. I, and I realized, man, you know, like if I will just take myself back to the, the perspective of me being the child and God being my father, mm -hmm. you know, 
like, and then come into the secret place, you know, and then let the Lord work and then let the Lord refresh yeah, me. So you know, good. me not being trying to trying to be in control of everything, me not trying to handle mm -hmm. everything, but just letting the Lord handle it. Yeah. You know, remembering that today is a day of salvation. Yeah. <laughs> and that to need salvation, you you're the one, you are the one in distress. You know, like like you know what I mean? Like you are the one. Like we are not the saviors. <laughs> right. We're the one needing saving, you know, and he's yeah. the savior. And we need to remember that and put ourselves back in that place of letting him be the savior and letting him show up and letting him, uh, you know, display his power in our lives and let yeah. him work his goodness. And so, yeah, yeah that, that's where I'm at, Jeff. So, man, I hope this has been encouraging, you know. Yeah. And I think that, you know, some people might be like, well, I thought we were talking about China, you know, but I think it's really important. I think there are some people that found themselves, even when you were giving that word and we said, we don't need to be afraid. We don't need to, they found themselves into that place and, and being reminded like, Hey, look, like I got, dude, I got so pumped up when you were talking about Lord of the Rings. And then also when you were talking about like, uh, engage, engaging the enemy on behalf of people like if god is giving us a prophetic word there's a response that needs to happen it's right. not an inevitability it's a it's an opportunity it's an invitation to partner with heaven and go okay this it, it, is this something we need to be praying against or is this something that we need to be praying for solutions heaven solutions for the people there and then once you have that going after it and being like okay well let's like if this is something we need to be praying against let's let's partner with i mean it's like when gandalf shows up with the reinforcements and they come down the hill and the 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 sun rises behind them and it blinds the enemy and they just like decimate the enemy in the movie you know and it's like it's it, that's what god wants to do for in this situation is like dude we're we're freaking with gandalf boy yeah. you know like, and i just i i'm i get really 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 passionate about that and i was just like oh man like god like i want to partner with heaven in that way like i want to like intervene i i want to see heaven intervene in this situation for the people of china lord knows they need it you know and so that, right. that should put, uh, uh, but again, it comes from that place of overflow being in that place comes from that place of overflow. And I was, was thinking about it towards the end when you were like, you know, put your sails up. And I was thinking about how, like, it's like, if you're on the high sea, the high seas, and that's the time when you need to be opening up your sails, right? All the way, dude, just, and just let it take you. So you can just go great distances, but it's like the absurdity of having all of your sails wrapped up when the winds are high and you're like sitting there with your, you know, your oars and you're trying to like, we're getting, we're going to get there guys, you know, in our own strength, we're going to get there. Um, knowing the direction you're supposed to go from the Lord. He's like, I want you to go East. Okay. And so you go, okay, we're going East. And then you sit there and row the whole way. It's absurd. Like you're not going to do that. And so for me, I think of it that way. I'm like, yeah, that's me trying to do things in my own strength. If I would just uh, open up the sails and let god we know the direction we're going we can feel the winds going in that direction let's open these sails up let's put the oars away and let's let's let let's let god do what he's going to do to get us to where we need to go um and he's going to do it in a much better way than right. <laughs> you know if, if you or myself were like nope step aside heaven <laughs> i yeah. got this one for you <laughs> you know so yeah yeah all right well troy i would love for you to pray um pray for the people as we close this out. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Lord Jesus, we just love you so much. And Holy Spirit, I just invite your presence in to not just here onto the stream, Lord, in, in this prayer, God, but just the, the homes, the cars, wherever anyone's listening, Lord. Holy Spirit, I just ask that you would refresh the hearts of every person who's listening right now, that you would just bring peace, joy, that you would bring uh, the fruit of the spirit, Lord. If we're running around, Lord, I ask that you bring supernatural pace, patience, Lord. Mm. Or if we're being hasty, God, or, or we're looking looking for uh, solutions before we look for the the one who gives the solutions, Lord. I ask that you would just bring that uh, that peace that surpasses understanding, Lord. That even when the situation hasn't fully changed, that we would have a peace from heaven. Yes. Uh, that that nothing can shake, Lord. That nothing can uh, can hinder. And Lord, I just ask specifically uh, for those listening, 
that the situations that have that have been coming up in people's minds as we've been talking today, that Holy Spirit, you would begin to speak to them about those situations as well, that you would begin to give wisdom and solutions that are needed, that you would begin to give uh, just even words of knowledge, Lord, if that's what's necessary, whatever needs to happen, Lord, uh, so that those listening can know that you are not just with them, Lord, that, that you've promised never to leave them nor forsake them, Lord, but for them to know that you are their loving Father and that you want to help them uh, with whatever it is that they're going through, Lord, that you want to be their uh, their guide. You want to be their, uh, the, their solution. You want to be their Savior. And Father, I also just pray for uh, China, for the people there, mm-hmm. and Taiwan as well. Lord, I ask that whatever happens uh, in the next year, whatever happens in the next five years, Lord, I just pray, number one, for protection for the people there. Mm-hmm. And then, Lord, I also ask for uh, doors to be opened for the gospel to go forth. That those who don't know you, Lord, that have never heard of Jesus Christ, never heard of what he did on the cross, Lord, that they would hear that message in one way or another. God, that you would even protect your saints who are there, who are spreading the message, Lord. The ones that are engaged on the front lines of, of the kingdom work, God, that you would protect them and give them wisdom and help them to know uh, where to go, where not to go. Help them to know when to meet, when not to meet, Lord. Help them to know uh, exactly what they need to be doing, Lord, so that they can be not just in your will, Lord, but so that they can be walking in uh, uh, protection and walking in uh, even uh, peace, even even if uh, they're walking through persecution, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I just want to say thank you, Lord, uh, for your uh, for your encouragement for those listening, for those uh, in China right now, especially uh, the believers there, Lord. Um, for those in Taiwan right now, Lord. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Lord, if there's anything that you want us to do as your people, God, um, be, beyond prayer, Lord, I ask that you would put uh, the places and the people that you want us to pray for, that you would put those on our hearts at the right time. But also, Lord, that those of us who you're calling us to do something more, that it, uh, that you would uh, show us what that is in the right way, Lord, but that it wouldn't be uh, a duty or wouldn't be something out of fear, but it would be a, a overflow uh, out of the secret place, it would just be a joy and a passion coming from the heart of God. That it would be that we would know that it's uh, what we're called to do. It would, that we would know it's something that you've placed inside of us, but that we would be doing it with the right motivation, Lord. Not not out of drudgery, not out of uh, trying to add one more thing to the list, Lord, but rather just out of an overflow of joy uh, in in our our relationship with you, Lord. Mm. And Lord, I just ask that you would restore for any person who's weary, that you would just restore the joy of their salvation, of your salvation today to them, Lord, that the joy would just come flooding back in, that there would just be an overwhelming sense of peace. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Thank Amen. You, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Come on. That was great, man. I I just think it, it, a great reminder of our approach and our posture we should be taking with prophetic words. Because, uh, yeah, you were delivering prophetic words, but it was also just a great conversation and, and lesson on um, shifting our perspective. If we're falling into despair, that's not the intention of God giving these prophetic words. It's not to all of a sudden make us depressed and, and, and full right. of despair. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so good, man. So good. So I hope you guys feel refreshed. Um, I know I do. Um, it always seems like God just like brings these Friday episodes, uh, a message that I, I even need to hear. Um, and even if it's just like a good reminder, man, so, so good. Um, okay. So Troy, how can people follow everything that you're doing? Yeah, so uh, they can uh, check out uh, Troy Black on YouTube. I'm, all, I'm also on Facebook. Um, I've got a website, TroyBlackVideos.com. I also have a new channel called Troy Goes Fishing, where I'm doing more fun things. I just released a video about like uh, all the excuses you come up with when you're it's time to read the Bible, you know, and you don't <laughs> feel like it. So it's kind of funny, a funny excuse video. But uh, yeah, that's on. Uh, YouTube, it's on Facebook as well. And then I'm also on Instagram with that one as well. Uh, Troy awesome. goes fishing. Um, I've also got a prophetic conference coming up the beginning of December. That's just going to be on my YouTube channel. So it's called God's heart for 2023. Very cool. So go subscribe to his YouTube channel guys, and then you'll get to see those things pop up. Um, you do that every year. 
And so you're kind of doing like sort of like a virtual conference kind of a thing, right? It's like yeah. multiple days. It's online only. It's going to be multiple days. It's going to be December 4th, the week of December 4th through the 8th or 9th, somewhere in there. Okay. Um, so awesome. that that first full week in December. No, yeah, sorry. 5th, 5th through 9th. Yeah. Awesome. That first full week in December. Very cool. All right, everybody. Go if you're interested in that. Go and uh, subscribe. Man, I can't talk. Subscribe to his <laughs> YouTube channel, and then you can follow that and all that good stuff. Troy Black, seriously, thank you so much. It's always so great when you come on. Um, I just love talking about prophecy and the Holy Spirit and all that good stuff, man. So, thank you, Jeff. I appreciate it, man. Appreciate you having me on. Yeah, absolutely, man. We'll do it again. So. Everybody, that is our show. Have an amazing weekend. Join us on Monday. We've got DeMonte Edmonds back. We're doing a teaching series on the fivefold ministry. Uh, fivefold ministry explained is what we call it. So this next week, we're going to be talking about yet another fold in that fivefold. Uh, it's going to be evangelism. So um, and and the evangelist. I'm sorry, the evangelist. So we've talked about the apostle, the prophet, and now we're talking about the evangelist. So it's going to be a great episode. That's 2 p.m. Pacific time, 5 p.m. Eastern time on Monday. Also, there's a donation link at the end, elijahfire.com slash donate. Keeps this thing afloat at five days a week, and it keeps it free, and it keeps it on as many platforms as we can manage, which is only four right now, but maybe we'll add more in the future. Who knows? Um, and also, we're doing all that the well efforts over in Uganda, so the money goes to that as well, and we just want to thank you so much for your, uh, your donations, any and all donations, even if it's five bucks. Guys, have an amazing weekend. I, I just pray that you guys just have a refreshing, relaxing weekend. Um, and then we will see you on Monday at 2 p.m. Pacific time, 5 p.m. Eastern time with DeMonte Edmonds in part three of four of the Fivefold Ministry Explained. Have a great weekend. Bye. This has been Elijah Fire. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can check out the Elijah Fire podcast on ElijahFire.com, on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can watch us live every weekday at 2 p.m. Pacific time on YouTube, Rumble, Twitch, and Facebook. Elijah Fire is presented by Elijah Streams and is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahFire.com slash give for more info on how you can donate today.